0: Hello and welcome to Sword Art Online episode review. My name's Matt and this is my co-host... J-Money. It's not J-Money, it's John.
1: It's J-Money.
0: Since when is it J-Money, John?
1: Fine, just call me
0: J-Money. Bro, you know what? I'm just gonna call you John. I, I don't even know why I'm, like, even entertaining this. Whatever, anyways. So, for those of you joining us from last week, welcome back. For those of you joining us this week, welcome home something like that that well yeah hello welcome welcome home that sounds weird but whatever (laughs) all right anyways so today we're going to be talking about episodes three and four of sword art online uh for those of you who are joining us for the first time i'm just want to remind you that i have already seen the show so i give uh not as much commentary but my friend john here is going to be watching the two episodes before we uh, uh before we uh record the episode for the first time ever and then we're going to be getting his real feedback on what he thought things that were going through his head so you're going to get kind of that that double whammy like of me who's already know me who already knows what's going to happen and him who's going to be seeing it for the first time john do you have anything to say to our humble and loyal viewers before we begin this show
1: it's an awesome show um watch it watch it
0: all right Man of many words, as always, John Dubon. Alrighty, guys. J-Money. Whatever. Anyways, so uh, this episode, these two episodes were really awesome. I'm going to go ahead and start the review, and they were just, I thought that it was not, alright, it was a little weird because they do this really awkward time hop where it's like the first two episodes, like, you know, they're trying to clear the first floor and then all of a sudden they're at like floor 27 or something like that, I don't well, in the episode they are, but they were already in, like, the 40s at the beginning of the episode. Like, that's that's insane. So, the episode starts out. Uh, Kirito is actually now uh, in, in a new, on a lower level floor. I don't, they don't, they don't really tell you what he's doing there, but he's still, uh, but he joins this group called the Black Cats. Um, and the leader of that group is Kita, uh, Kita K- Kaita, something like that. Um, and he's, he manages the guild and does all that stuff. And, and Kirito joins them and, and becomes part of the guild. So that's really cool and that's fun. So everyone inside the guild is really welcoming, and Kirito becomes part of their crew, and he starts helping them level up. and They want to be able to get to the front lines and help clear the game with the other big name clans. So Kirito decides that he's going to help them. Uh, you know, he's going to help them and level them up and and get them to the next place. You know, uh, where they want to be. And So he joins their guild and he becomes uh, you know, an actual member of that team, which is really cool since he, at the beginning, said he was going to be a solo player. So this this episode, I think, is really more for character development. I think it shows you a little bit more about Kirito's heart and why he doesn't actually play with other players. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit la- later. Uh, once, I, Like I said, it was a really emotionally charged episode, but it was really good at the same time. So uh, we have Kirito and he's training these guys. He's helping them get stronger and it's really awesome. And he ends up, uh, you know, they end up being able to save up enough money to buy, like, a house for their for their family or, like, their guild to live in and reside in. Um, which is an in-game currency type thing, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. So they get that together, and they end up saving up enough money to be in the house, and they, they, they save up. And the leader of the band, Kaita, goes off to buy the house and does his thing. And... You know the group decides to go up to a new dungeon floor while their leader is gone and and just kind of maybe save up a little bit of extra cash so they could like buy furniture when he gets back which they thought you know would be a really nice present and stuff like that so they end up going and this secret door opens up that shows a treasure chest so the whole guild runs inside except for kirito he tries to stop them because he knows like in the deep down his heart he's like oh no this is a trap but they aren't high enough level to know that so they run in not knowing and they end up getting ambushed by high level monsters uh, it results in a battle where they're all kind of pit into a circle trying to defend each other uh, from, from all the monsters. But they end up being overcome and the entire guild ends up perishing uh, within the trapped room. And Kirito is the only one to survive. Now, Kirito within that guild develops a really special bond uh, with, with, a, uh, with one of the characters. Her name is, is Sachi. And, you know, Kirito, before this entire thing happened, ironically promised her that he would protect her and that she would be able to become strong enough to survive in the game. But she ends up dying right there in the dungeon. And obviously this puts a really sh- strong mental uh, toll on, on Kirito and he ends up. It, it just shows a lot of what happens later in the series and once again why he doesn't like to be in, in, in guilds. And it's, it's a very, very climactic moment in and in, in even at the very beginning of the show and it's just very heavy. Um... After that happens, uh, Kirito ends up breaking the news to the leader of that guild, Kaita, uh, and he tells him what happened, and and Kaita, out of anger and anguish, yells at Kirito because he finally finds out that Kirito was a higher level and that he shouldn't have been playing with their guild because that's the reason the strong monsters attacked them. Uh, And he ends up committing suicide, Kaita ends up committing suicide, and Kirito is left all alone, just like he started. Uh, So the show awkwardly kind of Fast forwards into this next uh, thing where now Kirito is now on episode on floor 47 and it's Christmas time, Christmas Eve to be specific. It's quite a quite a while away. It's very interesting. Uh, So they do a time time fast forward or whatever. Um, And Kirito has heard about this item that allows him to bring people back from the dead. Now, Kirito, you know, he was still grieving over the loss of that guild and also, you know, the loss of Sachi. And he decides that he's gonna go and rescue her, you know, by getting this item and fighting this really powerful once-in-a-lifetime boss, uh, whose name I believe is uh, Nicholas Claus or something like that. Um, so they they end up so uh, Kirito is running out to fight the boss, and the the guy from episode one of the show that you meet, his name is Klein, uh, ends up meeting him there and seeing him and, and Klein and them uh and Klein is like what are you doing you can't fight a floor boss on your own that's that's suicide um Klein ends up helping Kirito by holding up and not holding off an enemy guild that's trying to take the item for themselves and hit Klein and his guild hold off the enemies while uh Kirito goes off to fight the boss he, Kirito obviously defeats the boss because if he were to die there there would be no point to the show but it turns out that the uh, item can only heal someone or bring them back 10 seconds after they died it had been several months so once again kirito still depressed just gives the item to Klein after he defeated the boss by himself and just moves forward and it's just we were just a really just charged moment now the writers did something i thought that was really genius here and they helped kind of wrap up this episode uh that i thought like was really in a really good way and it's they do it in a way that, that I didn't expect, but it's, it's through a, a message that Sachi had recorded for Kirito before she died, and it was meant to be given to him, and it, it was only meant to appear to him during Christmas. It was, it was, a, it was a delayed uh, time item that she had created for him. It was a recording, and basically in the recording, she tells him that she wants him to keep fighting on and that if he's hearing this, she's probably already dead, because um, she kind of knew that she wasn't strong enough to survive in that world. Uh and so she knew she was probably going to die some way or another along the way. So it was really sad, a very just like I said, emotionally charged moment. But it also helps give Kirito a point to keep moving forward and he kinda heals a little bit and he, he has some type of closure with that relationship and he begins to, to go forward. So John, out of that like that episode, what do you think, bud? So many thoughts. Just all the thoughts, John. You have all the thoughts. So we're going to go ahead into episode four, and John's going to go ahead and give you uh, the rundown on episode four. Yeah. Well, in episode four, we
1: have uh, this character. Um, what's her name? Silica. Um, She's running. She was basically, like, bullied. And this one character... um. Steals her item. Basically kicking her out the group. And stealing her item. Um, She has this lizard. That could heal her. So we fast forward. On. And. She goes into this forest. By herself. And she's not strong enough. So she's fighting these. High level monsters. And she's about to die. And her lizard or dragon type thing comes and blocks the attack which the the lizard ends up dying and Silica is sad and she's about to die from the high level monsters and Kirito comes in and saves her then he talks to her and let her know that there's this flower that could bring back her little pet so she goes on with Kirito to find the the flower or the item, and she runs into a few other people that she uh silica already knew in the episode. It showed like silica had feelings for Kirito, and I don't know if Kirito would like her, but he told her that she she reminds him of his little sister, so I don't think it'll ever work out so they continue on and they find the flower to bring back uh the pet but kirito tells her to wait till they're safe and he finds out that uh the character that stole silica's items is around during the episode kirito told silica that if a character will kill another character the the little thing above their heads would turn from green to orange and eventually red. And that just defines who's good and who's bad. So the girl that stole Silica's items comes out from the forest and they're confused. Silica's confused because she doesn't have a red uh, icon. So she won't be killing. But Kirito knew that she's not the one who kills. She's the one who Distracts the the, ca- the players, brings them towards the people who do kill people. A wolf in sheep's clothing. Really? Well, Kirito st- <laughs> Kirito steps up and he he fights them, and they're laughing because they they don't they don't think Kirito will survive seven on one. So, they all start attacking, and he's not dying. Silica looks at his uh, life, and his life is just regenerating. So, when they run out of breath or energy, uh, he basically tells them that he's at a high level. He's only here to put them to jail. Uh, They killed another character, and the leader of the group uh wanted revenge. So instead of killing them they're basically put into like prison. So I guess they'll probably be stuck in the game or something. But Kirito tells them that he's at a high level and no matter what his his health is just going to keep regenerating and they basically give up or some something like that. Kirito runs to the to the female who stole Silicas uh items. And basically told her that he doesn't mind going a few days with uh, an orange or red icon above his head. So uh, he puts them in jail and um, he goes with Silica to
0: safety and they bring back her pet. So John, we come to that fabled question. What did you think of the episode, buddy? I think it was just awesome uh it
1: I was actually surprised I was right from last our last episode where each level is actually a town mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool how they did they created that it's not a tower or a building that they go up. it's cities they they go through um it's kinda weird because the character seems like they just wanna live there like you said from the episode 3 that they bought a house um me personally I would try my best so just, I wouldn't even buy a house I would just try to beat the game get out of it get the nerve gear off never play the
0: game again okay so we come to that ending part of our show John the fa- the, the part everyone always always waiting for what do you think is going to happen next
1: um I'm not really sure but I mean Kirito ran into Klein so he I feel he might run into uh the character I forgot her name from the, the one that
0: he partied up with in the first yes uh, uh, second episode I believe it was yes um her name was Asuna Asuna
1: there we go um I feel in, within the next two episodes he might run into her again and they might team up or he might run into Klein again And then he might join their
0: group for a bit. All righty, buddy. All righty, guys. So that's it for our episode. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Sword Art Online episode review. It has been an honor to be your host. Uh, We hope you guys have an awesome day. Remember, watch some SAO and be happy. See you guys later. Matt and J Money out. Matt and John Dubon out because J Money don't exist.